This is the Social Strategy Podcast with me, your host, Vernon Ross, and this is episode number two. Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast, where it's all about making the most of your business with smart tips on what's working now in social media, online business, and good old-fashioned networking. And now your host, who's also known as Ross PR on Twitter, Vernon Ross. Hey guys, this is Vernon Ross. Welcome to the Social Strategy Podcast. And on this episode, we're actually doing an interview. And it's a live interview. I did it at a conference. So prepare. There's going to be some background noise and there were some interruptions and people that just walked up in the middle of us recording. But it was so much fun to do. It's not a super long podcast, but I think you guys are going to get a lot of content out of this. I interviewed Michael Brito. He is a senior vice president at Edelman Digital. If you guys don't know, Edelman does all types of social media, marketing, public relations. He's worked with companies like HP, Yahoo, Microsoft, you name it. He's worked with them. Um, He is currently an adjunct professor at San Jose University, and he's also um, an adjunct professor at UC Berkeley which is just impressive all in itself. He's had articles published in Mashable, Adweek, Information Week, PR Newsweek, Marketing Profs, Social Fresh, and countless others. This guy is the real deal. When it comes to content marketing, you need to think about what he's saying and apply it to your business. And he actually gives us some really actionable strategies and things that we can take and use in our businesses right now. So without further ado, I don't want to drag this out anymore. Here's the interview. I hope you guys enjoy, and I'll see you on the back end. All right, so this is Vernon Ross, Social Strategy Podcast, and I do a ton of events, and every now and then I get a chance to meet the keynotes to do events and stuff like that. So this is Michael Brito, and you go by... Brito, is it Brito Pine or Brito Pine? I, I don't know how to say it. How do you Britopian. say it? Britopian. Yes, okay. yes. Do, do you get a lot of people mispronouncing it like they I do. just did? All, that, Brito Pine, Brito okay. Plan. It's I thought it was Brito Pine. So. Yeah. Okay. So a little bit about you. You're, you were, until just a couple of days ago, uh, Vice President Social Strategy at Edelman. That's correct. So tell us, tell us a little bit about that and how that was and how you kind of came to that position. Sure. I, I've been there four years, and before that, I was on the client side working for pretty large brands like Intel and HP. Uh-huh. And at, at Edelman, I help clients struggle through content strategy, okay. uh, a lot of social business initiatives, which is the focus of the internal dynamics of companies, helping them better create content, helping them better engage with customers, mm-hmm. helping be- to better drive analytics and things like that. So. It's, it's been a great four years, worked on a variety of clients from B2B to B2C to, B to, right. um, to some nonprofit organizations as well. Right. Now, with some of your background, I know you work for Yahoo, you work for HP, huge, huge brands. A lot of people want to know, especially on podcasts like this, how can you translate that type of social interaction and the social strategy stuff that you did into a small business, say, for instance, a, a pizza shop or... Sure a dentist or a doctor's office, how can I incorporate some of that stuff that you know? Well, content is content, right? Mm -hmm. And so most companies, large, small, dentists, doctors, you know, large CEOs of companies, they all struggle with content. They just don't know what to say, how to say, or where to say it. And so the the frameworks are simple, and they're Mm -hmm. the same. 
It's just the content's going to be different in HP than it is in the pizza shop down the street. Right. Um, but the, the principles and the way that you take content from ideation to distribution, mm -hmm. it's the same process. Um, some are much more simple than others versus the large brands, which are more, more complex. But it's, it's not that difficult to take a large thinking around brand marketing or content strategy and apply it to a small business. Right. Now, I'm sure you do a lot of interviews and a lot of people ask you questions. What's the question that people don't ask? What's that one thing that you want people to ask you that they just never seem to ask? You caught me off guard on that one. And that's that's what I was hoping to do. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. <laughs> It's, it's over the last year. I've been I've been wanting people to ask me like, what's the difference between content marketing versus content strategy? Now we know content marketing is the new buzzword right now, and it's been replaced by like SEO. And a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of SEO experts now talk about content marketing, but content marketing is just such a tactical way of thinking about content. Right. You know, content is not a box you check or it's not a bullet point on a PowerPoint presentation. It's the way that you think, the way that you operate. It's this idea of becoming a content organization, whether you're a small company or you're a large brand. And so when you think holistically and take a few steps back and look at it more strategically and, and think about content as a way of, as a behavior change in a way, right. then you can deliver more effective content marketing mm -hmm. strategies because you kind of understand what content really means versus an infographic or a video or a tweet or a status update. Right. Okay, cool. And that kind of, t that tends to make content marketers a little irritated, right? Because right. that's how they make their business and that's their, but it's true. I mean, you cannot walk into a large company or even a small company and just talk content marketing. It's, it's, it's like talking. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it's like talking, what's your Twitter strategy, right? There has to be something much higher than that. Right. Okay, cool. That'll work. So you're, um, you're from the, you're from the coast, you're from San Francisco. What's the, um, what do you see the differences between like the Midwest and the way that we do social here? in the way that, that you implement social out west? Because I've seen a, a little bit of a difference between brands in the Midwest and companies in the Midwest and agencies and how they actually implement social. And I, I can actually tell sometimes when I see a Twitter strategy or not necessarily a Twitter strategy, but I see companies that are based here in the Midwest versus companies that are based in, in the East or in the West, East Coast companies and, and their content mm -hmm. strategy. They, they try to be a little bit more edgy in the Midwest, it seems to be a little bit kind of even keel. There's nothing really too controversial. What's 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 the feel of that? Have you ever have you seen that? You know, what? it's funny you ask that, but now that I think about it, you may be right. I've I've never really studied that. I, I do know what I love about the Midwest, just the, the great food and, and the great people in right, the Midwest. Right. Um, I, I'm not a huge fan of the of the attitude in in the West Coast. Right, right? it's just a, a bad attitudes. Uh, has nothing to do with social media. It's just my <laughs> observations. Um, but you know what? I, I don't really know when I think about you know looking at different brands because we, you know you don't really know. I mean, a brand right. who who's here in Chicago or in St. Louis or wherever Midwest, they have, may have an agency in New York mm -hmm. or they may have an agency in San Francisco. Yeah. So when it's hard to tell, is that the brand voice or right. is that an agency or is that just a community manager? Um, but it's a really good question. I'm, I'm going to look into it even more. Yeah, I noticed a little bit of a regional difference between the way some of the content. I'm like, oh, that's that's kind of interesting. I wonder if it, if there originally regionally is some difference between how people do social. I just wasn't sure, and I figured I'd ask you that question. There was something else um, dealing with. Uh, so you're you're a former Marine. That's right. And coming from the military and being very regimented, 
how are you as far as like a content schedule? Do you recommend a content calendar? Because it's something I recommend for people just to help them get organized on how often are you going to do yeah. this thing and then make sure you do that all the time. Mm -hmm. how, do, how, does, how does your military career play into how you do things and implement your content strategy? Well, I like to follow process, but my wife won't fully agree to that all the time. <laughs> um, and that does stem from being in the military. Right, right. But um, having a content schedule is very important because mm -hmm. it helps you understand, it helps you get a glimpse. It helps you get a glimpse of what you're going to say and when you're going to say it. Right. And so if you can build that cadence and like, you know, a community manager or an agency who has access to it, you have um, the North Star, right? That, that is your North Star. You know you're going to post three times on Facebook, mm -hmm. t twice on Twitter this week, and you actually know what you're going to say. If you've already gone through the approval process, it just helps, helps keep you grounded. So, yes, I do recommend keeping a content schedule for sure. Okay, cool. All right, so, Michael, I just wanted to ask you real quick. Uh, give me a little bit about your book. I haven't had a chance to read it yet because, actually, I didn't go pick it up yet or I haven't ordered it on Amazon. Tell me a little bit about your book. Sure. Well, the good news is you'll get a copy of the book for being here. Which is awesome. So it, it'll be here in two weeks. But it really is looking at, at, at this transformation from brand to media company. Mm -hmm. And I talked a little bit earlier in the, in the session today of, of, of the five characteristics of, that media companies have that brands, large and small, need to adopt. Mm -hmm. um, the first one is storytelling content, relevancy, ubiquity, and agility. Those five characteristics that media companies have, the ability to push out content in a moment's notice that's relevant and that changes consumer behavior, those are the things that brands need to think about. And this book is really not the why. It's mm -hmm. really a step-by-step -step process that helps pretty much the consultant all the way up to a large brand mm -hmm. figure out how to optimize and operationalize their content strategy. Okay, well, good. Michael, I really did enjoy talking to you. And again, this is uh, Vernon Ross with the Social Strategy Podcast. Appreciate it. And uh, you, I'll let you know when this goes live. All right. All right. Thanks a lot, man. Pretty amazing, right? So there was a lot of content in just that little seven-minute conversation that we had. Now, of course, after the event, we went out, had happy hour burgers and beers and a few of the old guard, as we call them, joined us. And, uh, you know, we came out and had some fun and got to know him a lot more and learn even more about Michael. So, Michael, thanks a lot for coming and speaking at the Social Media Club of St. Louis and presenting the half-day social IRL conference. It was on content strategy. I learned a lot. I'm sure everyone else there learned a lot. All the tweets and everything else about it, people really got a good lesson in content strategy and what content is and content creation is and what it's not. Um, there was some just really good takeaways from there. One of the things that I, I really did enjoy was the fact that he outlined the five characteristics that media companies have that large and small, you know, brands need to adopt. Listen to those, jot them down. Everything else that we talked about is in the show notes. Michael's book is going to be coming out soon. Uh, you can pre-order it right now on Amazon. I have a link there for you guys. It's your brand, the next media company. I, I read the preview. You guys should read the preview. This is this is really a step-by-step -step guide on what to do in implementing your media strategy. So definitely go out and pre-order it. If you don't get a chance to pre-order by the time you listen to this podcast, um, don't worry about that. Just go out and get the book. It's good. Order it on Amazon. It's going to be one of the ones that's, you know, in my library. And I read a lot of stuff. That's not what I'm currently reading, reading right now. Actually, right now, I'm reading The E-Myth Revisited. 
If you would like a free copy of that book, just click on my link and you can go get the audiobook on audible.com. Try it out. You get a book a month free. It's a pretty good deal. You will read so many books listening to audiobooks. It's sometimes the only way in between consuming other podcasts, which I'm doing right now at a feverish rate, that I can actually get books read because I just don't have time to sit down and, you know, thumb through a book. And then I can take my notes later. So make sure you go out, order Michael's book on Amazon. Again, Michael, thanks a lot. You can find Michael on Twitter at Britopian. It's B-R-I-T-O-P-A-I-N, not Britopain, like I said when I was first talking to him. You can also find me on Twitter at Ross PR. I really do appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. Remember to go out to iTunes, rate, review, subscribe in that order. Rate it, review it, subscribe. As a matter of fact, when you go out there, the first thing you want to do is hit the subscribe button. Then you want to rate it. I hope you give me five stars. I hope that this podcast was worth five stars. I think that it is. Maybe you agree. I'm pretty sure you do. If you don't, go find another podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Rate it honestly. Let me know. Let me know what needs to be improved. I'm working on this always getting better. I have some very exciting interviews coming up. I had an interview with um, Dixie Gillespie. That one's going to be going live next week, so look forward to that. FinCon, the Financial Bloggers Conference, is coming, and that is next week. So there's going to be a lot of exciting interviews there. Pat Flynn, Gene Chatsky from the Today Show, their financial contributor. I'm going to have an interview with her. Jamie Tardy from The Eventual Millionaire. Derek, Derek Halperin from Social Triggers. All types of good stuff and good people that I'm going to be interviewing. So I am really looking forward to that. And I think I might even be able to sneak in an interview with this David Seidman and Garland guy. Do any of you guys know him? That's that's really for the local people. He's he's from St. Louis. He's a great guy. I know David. I've been knowing him for a long time. And uh, he runs the rise to the top.com. Some really great stuff there. You guys can learn so much on that website. I've learned so much from David. So I'm looking forward to actually talking to him at FinCon. He has a another course called Create Awesome Interviews you guys should also check out. Uh, I'll put a link on the show notes to the Rise to the Top. And I'll also put links to everyone else that I mentioned on the upcoming FinCon stuff that's coming up next week. So I'm really, really excited about that. As you can tell, I can't stop talking about it. So until next time, thanks a lot, guys, for tuning into the podcast. Hope to see you on the back end. Next podcast. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Things come so quickly to an end. One tiny stone in the pond. One tiny stone in the pond. Something so small, but it's all changed. And is this really what?